0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: Hey there, coffee lovers. Are you ready to take your online presence to the next level? Well, grab your favorite mug because you're in for a treat. Welcome to the Coffee with Kate, Brewing Business Brilliance for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we brew up strategies to help you stand out online. I'm your host, Kate Payne, and I'm here to ignite your digital presence and bring out the best in your business. Like you, I love coffee, but my true calling is helping entrepreneurs like you unleash their unique stories to make a lasting impact in the world and become more visible online. I'll be your guide as we delve into riveting conversations with experts, clients, and colleagues. We'll cover a wide range of topics from networking and digital marketing to social media and the latest business and personal branding trends. Consider this your all-in-one resource for online visibility. Together, we'll discover all the ways you can stand out online and make an impact in the world. So let's connect, share ideas, and learn from each other. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Coffee with Kate. I am Kate Payne. I am the founder and CEO of Standing Out Online, and I am, uh, just launched my podcast, on the eWomen Network Podcast Network in July of 2023. And so some of the episodes that you've all been hearing have been some evergreen episodes from the past when I used to just do this on video and on StreamYard. And now we're using like podcast software. And I'm so excited to have my guest here today. Her name is uh, Marisa Maggio Harrelson, and she is in Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome Mar. Marisa, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Oh, no, no worries. You said my
0: name beautifully. I love that you said Marisa. Most people say Marissa, So no, it's Marisa like with,
1: one, Marisa. When, with one S, it seemed like it was Marisa, not Marisa, So <laughs>
0: Right, right. Thank you. Thank you. So, so wonderful to be here and congratulations on your podcast.
1: Thank you. It's, it's very exciting. And uh, so Marisa, the name of your company is Inspire My Change and your website is inspiremychange.com. Yes. So, um, tell me a little. Lo- just tell me briefly a little bit about about your business, and um, and then I want to kind of dig into a little bit of your story. Okay,
0: sounds great. So, you know, this is an evolution. I think as our lives are just uh, always evolving. And this, who would have thought I would have? You know, coming from TV news uh, many years ago to now having, I'm all about health and wellness. And Inspire My Change really is. Um, it's like a living room for you to come visit and see who um, how we can all live joyfully, how we can all dream again and dream bigger, um, how to be healthy, how to be mindful, um, how to do breath work, meditation, and stay staying healthy, activating the body, um, you know treating our genes, our DNA very well, um, and also you know events th- things that I'm a part of that I love to invite people to. I am all about living life in the flow, being joyful. And when you can be that and you have that type of energy, amazing things happen in your life. You know, whatever it is that you're passionate about, I think people really feel they can't do things sometimes in their life. And they want it, but they can't. They they go, oh, it'll, it won't happen, but I, this is my dream. And we forget to live our dreams. And I've mm-hmm. trust me, I've come from my background I won't get into all that right now, but you know, the things I've had to overcome in my life to get where I am today and I'm just wanting to be an inspiration for others and a conduit for just um locking arms with people that are life minded and like minded and having, you know, real conversations and just being a real person in the world and being authentic and and that's kind of what inspired my changes. Now there's options within all of that realm, of course, and um and and there's business involved, of course, you know, right. I'm not just la la out there
1: and woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that leads me into so let's take what you do with your business. Um and let's talk about like because, you know, the name of my podcast is Coffee with Kate Brewing Business Brilliance for Entrepreneurs. So I always like to leave people with at least one or two really good takeaways on what uh, what it is that you do that would apply to them as you know they are in business, own a business, work in a business, or they are an entrepreneur. So let's talk a little bit. You know, we hear the term a lot in this day and age about self care, and um, and if you don't have your health or you don't have the self care piece, then if you are in business or if even if you're working for someone else, you know it's the foundation. That um, helps you to be able to do so many other things. So, can you can you expand more on that, please?
0: Yes, and self care can look very different for everybody. Right. So, yeah. what what works for me and what what I have found is being um, a yoga teacher as well and a meditation coach and guide. Um, it has changed my life forever, and I really believe that we have to get still and quiet before we can create whatever it is that we're trying to create. And if we are not honoring ourselves every single morning, like this is what I do. I'll, I'll share in a moment, but if we're not, if we're not giving to ourselves every single morning in a way that we are giving gratitude in a way that we are really feeling it, because we all are energy and what, you know, we can give out chaotic energy or we can give out really nice, uh, positive energy. People will, you can be repellent if your energy is off, right. Off putting. Right, and so yeah. really it's being mindful and being a connector and being able to listen to others and being able to feed into others as well, instead of it always being about me talking, talking, talking. And yes, I'm talking right now on this podcast, but <laughs> but the the things that I have learned through slowing down. And I remember my mom as a child would like say, Risa, she would call me Risa. She would say, Risa, you, you just need to get still. You need to slow down. And, you know, it's not in my DNA,
1: to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, can, I'm right there with you, girlfriend. <laughs> it's not.
0: It's. I mean, my dad would try to, to pay me as a child. I'll never forget this. We were like in Ocean City, Maryland on vacation. And he wanted me to sit down for 15 minutes without moving. Now, I didn't have breathwork practices in my practice. Now, I would, I would make a lot of money today to yeah, doing wow. that. But I couldn't sit still, and and it, that's not what I needed to do. I'm a creator. I mean, I'm I'm somebody that needs to be always creating something in my life. I I love people, so anyway, getting back because I love people so much, I just want people to understand that. They can manifest anything they want in their world. But what you have to do is you have to, it starts with here. It starts with self-awareness. It starts with softness and stillness and peacefulness. And so how do we get there? People go, I try to meditate and I can't meditate, you know? Well, asking your mind to stop thinking is like asking your heart to stop beating. So, you have to find something, whether it's a YouTube video or whether it's going to my website and and tapping into the free breath work meditations that I have on there, or connecting with me or connecting with somebody mm-hmm. that we can show you how when you really just um get calm and 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 work on the breath and there's different there's hundreds and hundreds of different types of breath practices that. You'll find things that work for you. I, I practice with many different breath modalities, and it starts so this in the morning. The self-awareness part, I think if people could just, before they get out of bed and reach for this phone, we love our phone. Yes, we do. Yes. But, you know, at the same time, if that's the first thing that we're picking up when we wake up, it is just hijacked your entire morning. And yes. you've just now depleted what you needed to do to fill your cup. For me, I have to fill my cup up. So if that means sleeping in a little bit, I might sleep in a little bit, but I usually get up before the sun rises. Um, I'm an early bird. So and then I go, I, I lay in bed before I get out of bed and I do ten gratitudes and I breathe them in with my left hand on my heart and my 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 right hand over my left hand and I'm slowing down even as I'm laying there, as I'm waking up and just giving gra- gratitude for the simplest things. I'm just to your- say, can
1: you give us an example of a couple of gratitudes? As I think we Absolutely. all hear about gratitude a lot, which is so good to be grateful for things because it helps you with your perspective on on life and it helps you to come from a place of gratitude rather than a place of scarcity, for example. Um, um, but sometimes I think people think, well, just say, I'm thankful that I have a house, you know, and not that I'm saying you shouldn't be grateful for that. Can you give us some really good sort of more meaningful sort of ways to be, to practice gratitude? Absolutely.
0: The first thing I'm grateful for is my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we're here, we're conscious beings. You woke up with your breath. I give gratitude for my breath. You know, and that's a one long inhale and one long exhale. So that's one. And then you know my life, my breath, my health. So grateful that I have health. We all may not know each other here, those that are listening, but one of the things that we do have in common is our is our health. Yes. And what that is, you know, is different for you and me, but it's the most important thing. And when it's not number one, when when your health is not there that becomes your number one problem mm-hmm. that become everything else your business goes by the wayside exactly. so as entrepreneurs you know as women especially women entrepreneurs so many women are so driven right and we mm. are strong and we are powerful and i'm all about helping other women but i and i'm so grateful i'm connected with so many beautiful women in my life you know that help elevate me so i'm grateful for that these are the little things like but they're not little There are things we take for granted, but if we slow down, we can really, really get excited about it, and we can really be grateful. I'm grateful for the running water in my bathroom, so I can brush my teeth in the morning. Right? I'm, you
1: know, that that sounds like a simple one too, you know. But when you pay attention to what's going on in our world, um, the fact that we have running water here where we live in our country is not the norm in so many other places. Oh, you know, or, or, or they don't even know if they can drink the water, they might have it to, you know, clean themselves, but they can't necessarily drink it. And I think that's, these are the kinds of things that give us pause to think about how fortunate we are and gra- grateful we are for some of those things that we take for granted. Absolutely.
0: I'm, I'm grateful. Always. I always breathe in gratitude for my husband being right next to me, that he is in my life, that we are supporting one each one another. I'm so grateful for my children who are 24 and 21. I'm grateful my dogs in the bed. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and I I'm grateful that I was able to have children and I had them at a late age in my life. You know, I was a, a career woman. So right. that was my baby for a long time. So there, I'm just so grateful for all the simple things. I'm grateful for the tower garden I'm seeing in my backyard right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not so grateful for the tomatoes that froze the other night. <laughs> 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 but, but, you know, I'm grateful for having a sense of humor, mm-hmm. right? That, that's, yeah. um, I'm, I'm grateful to be aligned with people that are life-minded and like-minded that elevate me. I'm great. Yes, I am grateful for my home. You know, there's all those little things that so you can come up, people can come up with 10 things, you know, yes. uh, they might be athletes, They're grateful that they have that talent to be an athlete or, or they can sing. They have a voice. You have vocal cords,
1: right? Yes. Yep. So, um, I want to go those... back to, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't no, go ahead. You. No, no, no. Um, I wanted to go back to when you talked about all the different types of modalities of breath work. Um, again, I think we all hear about it. And I think sometimes people are wondering like, well, what does that mean? I mean, we hear about like, you know, mm-hmm. hold your breath in for five or breathe in for five, hold for two, breathe out for seven. Could you give us one, especially since we're on a podcast and people can't visually see you, can you just give us an example yes. of a breathing modality that you could sort of demonstrate maybe here yes. that would be helpful for people and when should they do it and and how long will it take? Okay. So do it anytime and do it for as long as you want. If it's
0: one minute, do it for one minute. If it's five minutes. So I'm doing a cosmic breath 21 day uh, practice with my mentor, who's a psychologist and a master teacher in the Himalayan Kriya Kundalini yoga that I also mm-hmm. teach. And cool. it, it's so beautiful. So one of the breath practices that I also teach in my classes is um, breath of light and or Prakasha breath because Prakasha means light in Sanskrit, and it's something we can all do, and it's really beautiful. It's about moving light through your body and close. So, so yeah. So do this with me for a minute. What if so? If you're listening out there, just you know, stop what you're doing unless you're driving. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, being safe, be in a safe environment, and just whether you're sitting in a chair, kind of come out to the edge of the seat. Whether you're laying down, you can do this whether you're just sitting with, um, cross leg, whatever feels good. I always like my hips a little higher than my knees when I'm doing my, um, my breath work. And so breath of light is so beautiful. I teach, I teach this all the time, seven sips of air through the nose. So it's like seven hold at the top. Eyes rolling up to the third eye as best as you can. What does that mean? Just means focus on this pineal gland right here in between the eyebrow, the space in between the eyebrow, and then you're going to completely exhale one long exhale out of the nose. If you want to have your eyes open for that, that you can have the eyes a tenth of the way open looking at the tip of your nose, but I tend to just close my eyes and I'll do seven sips of air. Hold. And then exhale slowly, slow on the exhale, complete long exhale out of the nose. Seven. Hold. And then just exhale out of the nose. If you do this for, like, I I mean, just even that moment that I did it and I hate you, you feel what you're envisioning is light, yes, healing light, beautiful, sparkling light from, let's say, the base of your spine all the way through the spine to the crown of the head, this calms the nervous system. This balances the nervous system, calms the right and left. Does it do it like almost immediately? Absolutely. Almost immediately. But of course, the more you practice things, the better you're going to get so that, let's say, when that person cuts you off while you're driving, you're not giving them the finger. You might give them the peace sign finger. <laughs> yeah, right, you know. Exactly. Good, I like instead that. Instead of the, yes. instead of the other finger, <laughs> but this I call the third eye is like a third eye tranquilizer. If we can focus on this, 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 this space in between the eyebrow is really um, about calming, and it, it's it's a tranquilizer in the way that. It's about wisdom, subtle wisdom inside of yourself right. and intuition and trusting yourself and, and our body. I mean, think about it. We're natural beings and we are natural and we have energy and we have these beautiful cells, trillions and trillions of cells in our body that do amazing things to keep all these different systems of our body alive. So right. think about it. And so we can, we can heal a lot of anxiety, a lot of restlessness. Just through getting quiet and still, and breathing, and meditating, and then mindful movement, you don't have to be a yogi. People go, "Oh my gosh, I, you know, I I tried to stretch once and I couldn't do it. I'm not flexible." Well, then you really right. need to do it. And for people who say, "I don't have time to meditate," then you really need like an hour to meditate. Yes, exactly, just exactly. Sit right? down because there is enough time. We all have the same amount of hours in a day. It's just what we prioritize. So as women entrepreneurs. And men entrepreneurs, but primarily, you know, I connect very much with women and I literally, if you are building a business, you have got to take care of yourself first because one day you're not going to be here. If, if, if all you're doing is going on autopilot and we see it every day, you know, many of us have been touched by that and it's very unfortunate. And so that is part of what my passion and purpose is, is to just, you know, and then read, read something, read 10 pages a day in, in a book, something that can, you know, um, really help the brain help you, uh, grow. We're all growing.
1: We are. So I love the example of the breath work. I love the example of the gratitude piece. For people who might um just have another way of wanting to do things, what what would you um how would you weigh in on people who might do some type of a journaling thing or a journaling practice with gratitude? Oh my gosh. You know, there's a million if they need
0: help, there's a million journals out there yeah. that um that are even guided that can right. help people, especially if you've never done it before. But even just waking up, like I have a friend, she's a writer, she's an author, and that's her meditation. Her mm-hmm. meditation is waking up in the morning, getting quiet, sitting outside, and writing, writing her thoughts. And gratitude will always come in there where yes. she'll write her gratitudes, but also things that might be on her heart. And right. that's so healing. And so, uh, and, and, or, or goals that you might be, you know, wanting to achieve this year for 2024 if we don't write those down, they just become like vapor out there in the air. Right. And I think everybody's guilty of that at at some point in time in life. So I think journaling is great. I, I, um, I do journal. I don't journal as much as I should. And that is actually something I was just talking to a friend of mine, one of my business partners and just saying, I really need to do that. So I need to start incorporating that more into my life. And I've been (laughs) very, um, up and down with that, but I've been very consistent with my breath work, with my meditation, with my yoga for many, many years. And that is how someone like me, who is high energy finds that balance and, and can, and create that ebb and flow in life so that I can create what it is so that I can, you know, give to people, right. Give, I have to give to myself. We have to give to ourselves before we we can, we do. Absolutely. To others.
1: So I went through during later part of 2022 and into last year, I went through a sort of an unexpected, um, challenging life event came through, come through. Okay. On the other side. But one of the things I really practiced, and I'm sharing this with our listeners because, um, this really worked for me as I did, I did the journaling piece. Um, at first I felt like I had to do it every day. And then I was like, no, I don't really do have to do this every day. But, um, it made me really conscientious about like my gratitude piece. Sometimes I would journal about something that was heavy on my heart or something that was joyful on my heart. And it was interesting. I did that all last year. And then toward the end of this year and into the new year, I went back and read some of the pages and you know, I didn't know if I would ever really do that. Cause sometimes I just sort of felt like, okay, whew, I just got this out. You know, it's yeah. on paper; No one else has to see it. And I got it out of me. You know what I mean? but I went back and I read it and it was so amazing to see my own growth. Like Mm. I, and I think that that practice really helped me with clarity in my business too, because, um, you know, you have your best friends, you might have a therapist, you might have your exercise routine, but sometimes you just, as you said early on, you have to just get kind of quiet with yourself and sometimes that journaling piece. And sometimes you don't even write more than a page. Um, I just have a blank sort of three ring, not a three ring, a spiral bound um, journal with a pretty cover.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) But um, I, I've just been doing that and I um, it's been a really great practice and for me, and I know it's helped me in my, in my business as well.
0: And that's beautiful. When you look back and you go, wow, that was my life back then. That's what I was doing and look where I have Uh Yeah. Look what I'm creating. I mean, that's, that's so beautiful. That's a tangible right there.
1: Right. Exactly. All right. So I just want to switch gears here a little bit. So for those of you who are still listening, I just kind of wanted to share a little backstory about how I met, um, Marisa. I met her, she's actually in e-women network. So for those of you who have been listening to my coffee with Kate show for a while, know that I am, um, a huge, uh, proud member of the e-women network, um, Women's Networking Association and our Entrepreneurial Association. And uh, I met you in Phoenix in December, actually, of 2023. Yeah. Marisa came to a workshop that um, a fellow colleague and friend of ours, uh, Veronica Bon, and I were Love holding. They, uh, yes, it was called the Vivid Invisible Workshop. And Marisa was one of our, our guests. And one of the things that um, we did that day, it was an exercise that I do. It's something actually I do with all of my clients. Um, is to help you discover what I call a nugget of your personal story. And when, um, when Marisa uh, offered volunteered to share in front of the room about her story nugget, we discovered that we have something in common. We had both been in um, the broadcast journalism world. Now, I was, uh, mine was early on in college. I was an intern at the CBS Evening News in New York City. So I was working at the broadcast center there. And then I decided, hmm, I don't think I really want broadcast. I think I want to do some other type of journalism, which actually led to PR. But you said you were a TV uh, news anchor and reporter. So just give us a little nugget of that and where you did that. Okay. Um, You know, I think it all started when I used to watch
0: um, 60 Minutes with my dad as a child. And that was me. That was me. That was 60 Minutes. It was seventh grade. And I'm going, wow, this is really fascinating. I, I love that they ask questions. And I always was curious. I've always asked questions. Finger. I've yeah. always just been a learner, wanted to be a great learner. Um, I wasn't always great in school, but I I'm, I'm a good life. Finger, life university. I, was like,
1: <laughs> I was always like, you know, I always wanted to know the story. I wanted to inquire. I was inquisitive. Some people in my life <laughs> didn't like, you asked too many <laughs> questions. I'm like, nature, nature of the beast, baby. That's who I am.
0: And look at you now, right? Leading podcasts and many, many other things you're leading. So, um, you know, when I, uh, I, and then Jane Polly, Jane Mm -hmm. Polly from the Today Show was really a big mentor of mine. I would watch her a lot, um, Katie Couric. But anyway, I'm going, I just love learning all these different things in the world. And I'd always been into health and wellness too. So fast forward, I move away from Lexington, Kentucky at age 18. I didn't really know I was moving away for good, but I was. And um, I ended up going to the University of Arizona, bear down. And um, (laughs) I got a broadcast journalism degree. And I actually did morning news radio while I was in college. I won a a competition. They did a competition on, I think it was KRQQ-FM in Tucson. And um, it was called the Remarkable Mouth Contest.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you kidding? That's
0: the name? Remarkable. It, was, it was a big wow. competition. They had all these people trying out <laughs> to do morning news and I actually got it. And, That's hysterical. Um, so here I was in school getting up at 3am and then going and doing the morning news and then going to college and going to school. And it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, I did, that was my intro into, into even television news. Yeah. And so, um, I got my degree and, um, my internship, I was at a CBS affiliate in Tucson for a little while. Sorry, if you can hear sirens, I had to come outside oh, okay. to right. do the, to do this just because we have people doing some construction in the house. So that's the beautiful part of being able to work from home. Right. Isn't it? But anyway, mm-hmm. so, world now? yeah. So my first TV news gig, well, actually my, I, my second radio gig was in Vail, Colorado believe it or okay. not. I lived, I love Vail. I love Colorado and I know you live in Colorado. So any, but then a friend of mine that I was dating, he met, um, the owners of a television station in a little tiny town in Arkansas. And I ended up going there for two years cause I knew I had to get on air experience before in a small town before I could, um, you know, do that. So in that I became a reporter. I became an anchor. I did a health beat, Uh, so I was able to bring in my passion for health and wellness at a very young age out there into the world. And that just has been, you know, wonderful. I covered lots of other things. I covered, you know, President Clinton's inauguration when that was in 1992, long, long time ago, um, was in, you know, Washington DC. So I got to do a lot of really wonderful things. I worked in television news in Tucson, as well as in Phoenix, Arizona. And then, and I did it for almost twenty years, and uh, I was a late bloomer with having children. So um, when I did get married in nineteen ninety eight, I got pregnant right away, and I had a little girl in nineteen ninety nine, and then a little boy in two thousand and two. So I left that industry. I tried to stay in it for a while, and it just really—it's a hard industry to be in when you.
1: It's really changed since then. Like that timing, oh. because digital still wasn't really super prominent yet. You know, it was still tape. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it was, I think, <laughs> in my opinion, we don't, With this could be a whole nother show. We should do another show sometime. Okay. I'm journalistic at- journalistic at- ethics, I think, were different then. Oh my God. Um, than sure. what they are today. And um, I still struggle with some of, of what, how people come across today because. Sometimes there's just too much opinion put in there. There's
0: way too many opinions. And we are, we are to be conduits to voice what is happening on both sides without our personal opinion in there, you know, for the most part. Um, So I remember when 9-11 happened, I was pregnant with my son and I had this little baby girl and I was working for um, ABC 15 here in Phoenix. And Mm -hmm. I got my pager. (laughs) That shows you how long ago it was. Um, My pager (laughs) went off. And um, it said, come in. Um, There's been an explosion in New York. And I was like, oh, gosh, what that I turned the TV on. And then I saw what was happening. And to this day, I have tears fill up in my eyes. Chills Mm -hmm. fill up. I had a sister living in New York City at the time wanting to know if she's okay. which, of course, she was. But still, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a traumatic day because all I wanted yeah and all i wanted to do is be home with my my daughter and be home and i couldn't and i was gone for over 12 hours that day being pregnant working mm-hmm. out of a live truck all day long you know and just calling the news director somebody's got to bring me some food i'm like i'm like yeah. yeah. you know yeah. i need yeah. something and so of course they did take good care of me but at the same time it was such a scary day i felt so vulnerable Anyway, I tried to as I mentioned, I tried to stay in it even as a mom. I ended up couldn't do it. And that really is the beginning of when I left television news. I want to say, Kate, I don't know if you felt this way, when you left broadcasting, I felt like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna be able to do? I'm so pigeonholed in this yes, industry. I
1: was. I was nervous. I was really I was like, yeah. if, but you know what? The cool thing about the journalism background, whether it was broadcast or print or radio at the time. Um, is that you had to you had to learn to you had to learn to interview people you had to learn to um, source facts, and you had to learn to write, and so I realized quickly. all quickly, quickly too, <laughs> really quickly, and um, you also had to learn how to like cite your sources and attribute fa- you know attribute things to people, which which was what we don't see as much anymore, exactly. Um, but, but those were really foundational skill sets. So when I went in, I went into print. You know, like a local community newspaper, and then i got um, I got um, uh, recruited to be, to be the head of PR for one of the state colleges in Vermont, which is where i where I lived and so p r became my world, but so many of those skills though from the journalism background were so were actually very um, they were strong and they were they were very strong very mm-hmm. strong yeah we were great. just
0: at a Christmas party, and I was with uh, a friend of mine. I hadn't seen her. She's still anchoring at ABC 15 and, you know, just listening to her. And I'm like remembering her when I was there t- over 20 years ago and she's still there. And, and, you know, she's, but she has, um, also evolved outside of that, you know, and investing and, you know, real estate, but that you become, I think in television news, when you only think you're, that this is all you can do, because I did think that way, I found a mentor. I found somebody who was in PR and right. marketing who actually said, Marisa, you have Life University here behind you. Like, There's so much you know and can do. And it was beyond even, even PR and marketing, but that was a good start. I became right. a consultant and for mm-hmm. things that i knew how to do in this industry and voiceover work and you know producing and all these other things that started evolving and then that opened up other doors so exactly. that's the beautiful part of life you know
1: isn't it i know and had but, i not done certain things back then i wouldn't be where i am today exactly i mean everything happens as it's supposed to right even sometimes i think this is a really important lesson sometimes we all think we want what we want and and really the universe gives us more what we need. Um, But everything, even, even the tough times, and I've been through some really rough times, I'm sure we all have. And when I, when I reflect back on them and I try to really maintain my self-awareness and try to, okay, what's the lesson out of this? What's the opportunity out of that? Because it does, if you pay attention to it in a way to see what that might lead to, to, to help you go further or not make that same mistake again, or whatever it is, You can really glean a lot of information from those times that you pause and reflect.
0: It's so true. Yeah,
1: it's I'm so grateful for all the paths, all the hardships,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, because they have made you who you are today. And I, you know, one of my mentors in the yoga world, um, when I went to India in 2018 and 2019, um, he would say, Anand, you know, nothing before its time, everything in its time. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appeal appears. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yes. So, and, and that's in many lessons in our life. And, and so that's the beautiful thing. We are only here this one lifetime Mm -hmm. on this earth, you know, that we know of and uh, we have to make it our best. And that's why I, I'm so passionate about helping people see their potentiality. We are all infinite beings. You know, we all have all these amazing things that we can do, but so many people are taught from a young age, you can't ever do that. That's just for those people. This is just for those people. And, you know, I believed a lot of that too, for a long time. I did too.
1: I mean, my parents were great, but, you know, they only knew the tools that they had at the time. Exactly. The ways I was raised with certain ways of thinking certainly aren't the ways of thinking I follow now.
0: but they and give good me good for you,
1: good for you for being yeah, able to it took break some that. some time to kind of feel feel that out. And what's cool too is that as my parents got older and they lived into their late eighties, each of them, they also saw the way I was th- seeing things, and they were like, "Oh, I wished I could have, wished I would have handled it like that when I was your age." Or and so they, it was cool that they were open enough to sort of see the evolution mm-hmm. and 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 appreciate it, even though they because we all, I'm sure that my kids someday are going to be like, "Mom, you screwed up." <laughs> and I'll be like, you know what? I did the best I could with the tools I had at the time. And so, yeah. you know, we all that's one of the things I think it's also important as a as a as a as a human um and as a business person is that we always need to be learning. We always need to be open to something new. We need to be open to possibilities. Um, I think sometimes yeah. people think, well, what's the potential? And I'm like, let's let's change that P word to possibilities. Um, because there's so many possibilities. And frankly we have the choices to make, to make a choice of what we want. Do we want to wallow or do we want to like lean into something and, and figure out how we can do it the way we need to or want to do it. And, um, that is all about being present and and also about possibility. I think. Absolutely. And
0: growing and tuning into, you know, reading, growing. Um, you know, I like Gabby Bernstein as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I like Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks. Mm -hmm. I, I listen to a lot of Things about how you can manifest what it is that you want. Yes, you have to do
1: the do. You can't
0: just like blah, blah, not
1: You don't just wish it. It's not wishing. I think some people think when you talk about manifesting or you talk about like the Hicks, for example, who I've studied um, or Eckhart Tolle or people like that, um, it's not, it's not a wishing. It's not like you're going to blow out the camp on your birthday cake. I wish this is, this is, this is a way of thinking. This is a way of living. It's a way of being. Um, It's about giving to others. I mean, it's karma somewhat, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. but, but you can, you can really manifest some of the things that you want. And you know what, on the same, you can also manifest things you don't want. So if if, if you're, if you're constantly thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, or I don't have enough money. And you keep saying that to yourself, you're going to keep, Manifest that's what
0: you're attracting and about. and
1: and we know that like
0: the law of we attraction do. is very very important uh the secret, all of that, but it's it's life, it's not even you know those are brands now, but yeah. it's really but it's all beautiful because um we need positivity in this world, and there's we need a, now more so than many, ever. now more than ever Kate now i mean mm-hmm. you see it on the streets, you see there's more and more homeless people out there there's, you can see the living dead. I, I call it that, you know, people who don't have a lot of vitality in their life and you right. can see right. it by the way their energy is, by the way they're walking. Our body language has everything to say with the type of energy we're bringing into our world. I can exactly. look at people and say, wow, you know, and it's not a judgment. It's just going, I'm just glad that I have been able to find the tools through my, also my business and a business that I've evolved into. It's been just this, you know, a a beautiful potpourri of personal growth and development avenues where, you know, from Tony Robbins and you may or may not like him, but, um, you know, he is all about empowering people and all about physiology. And that's something we can all learn is having high vibration. Um, and I think that's really important. That's why even at the e-women network conference, you know, we are moving, we are moving our bodies because we are getting ourselves happy and um, we can either. So when people say, I wish I had more money and I wish I had, you know, this perfect job or I wish I had this perfect business. And when we say it like that, you're only bringing in what you don't have and it's going to continue to be that way. And even if you don't have it yet, stretch yourself Mm -hmm. and say, I have it. I am so grateful I have this thriving business. I have, I'm so grateful I have this abundant, um, you know, source of income coming into my home and, and I'm so grateful that I'm able to provide this for my children or myself. We have to feel it, even if maybe it's not all there yet. But the more we feel it and say it and do it, then it does happen. It does manifest. Right. It, it takes time. It, it does takes take work. Time. It's taken me years to get where I am today. But it's all been a beautiful process.
1: You know, it, and and it reminds me of that sort of joke. I don't know who said it, but it was said, Um, it took me um fifteen years to become an overnight sensation. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect, right? Uh, Something like that. It's
0: true. It's like, you know, the the work that you do. Think about the a gold miner that's you know, picking for gold, you know, and they're they're going after it and then they stop and they're just saying, There's nothing here. Right. And then they they walk away, but that next hammer could have been that pot of gold. So I just think people have not to give up on their dreams and they have to go for what they want. And I'm just, I'm very grateful that I've been able to find a path and many different modalities.
1: Yes, I agree. All right. So we're winding down here. First of all, this has been a really, um, a really lovely conversation and I'm so glad that we had to, got to spend this time today, together today. So thank you first and foremost. So, Absolutely. um, I would love it if you could, uh, leave some information for our listeners. Um, what is, uh, you know, your website, what's a way to reach out to you if people want to reach out to you to have more of a discussion. But I also know that you have a retreat coming up in Sedona, Arizona. Um, and so why don't we start with that and let people know just briefly a little bit about what it is, um, okay. and then they can get more information on that. Absolutely. And they can get that on
0: my website, inspiremychange.com. And that's not inspired with a D it's just inspiremychange.com. And it's a couples retreat in March, March 27th through the 31st. It's actually four nights, but it's three full days. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a Wednesday check-in and then a leave, you can leave a Sunday morning if you want on the 31st. So this is uh, in Sedona, Arizona. It's a, and when I say it's a couples retreat, it's about strengthening the bond. It's about taking your connection with your partner to the next level. It's limited to seven couples, and um, there's a few spots available. It's it nestled in this beautiful home in Sedona, uh, surrounded by mountains. There's a pool. There's a jacuzzi. There's a pond. Uh, it's very private. Um, I have a co-facilitator. He's going to be joining me. And he is a master as well in the Himalayan Korea breathwork practices. He has a full-time job. He's president of a big biotanical company, but um, he's a West Point grad. He's a Gulf War veteran. He's an Oxford. He got his master's from Oxford wow. University. So he really knows about uh, and he's gonna really talk about the virtues with couples and connections. We're gonna have wonderful practices. There you don't have to be a yogi to do this. This is a uh, breath work and meditation. It will be some intelligent, mindful movement, but we all have to move our body. If we don't move it, we lose it. Right. So exactly. <laughs> there's some hiking. There'll be a little hiking, not nothing too hard. So every level beginner level can enjoy, enjoy this. A someone who's a very seasoned practitioner will enjoy it. We have a chef led cooking night with uh, nice. with a free, it's a Frida Calla inspired cooking night. Um, so like a Mexican theme, but that where the couples work together, and, and we will cook. The house is beautiful. The kitchen is phenomenal. Um, everything is going to be so good. And the reason this is happening is because I was looking for a couple's retreat that was outside of just a yoga retreat. Um, my husband is not a yogi. He's a soccer player. And so we've been married 25 years and we are getting, we are going to be empty nesters. We are pretty much empty nesters. Now our daughter's moving to the New York, to New York city. And uh, she has been out of the house. She just came back for a few months. So that's why I say, you know, we. Oh. but we pretty much are empty nesters. Our son's at school. And, um, and so, you know, we have two dogs, but I want to keep evolving with him. I want to keep communicating. How do I communicate better? How can I be a better listener to my partner? And um, so there's just going to be so many beautiful things for this, I hope. And it's, a, it's so affordable. The price is per couple, not per person. So um, it's it includes everything. It includes their meals. It includes the excursions that we're doing. Um, it's just going to be absolutely beautiful. So that's Sounds on good. my website. Um, there's okay. some events with my health and wellness business on there as well. I, I need to update some of the events because I do have some big events coming up. I'm actually going to be in Canada at the end of February for a big convention. Um, have a convention in Tennessee in March. Um, but where can, that people, is...
1: where can people find you on social media? So
0: on Instagram, it's M Harrelson, M-H-A-R-E-L. S O N, one R in it, M H A R E L S O N. And on, Inst- on uh I'm also Marisa Harrelson on LinkedIn. You can find me there. Just go to inspiremychange.com. There's all links to all of those.
1: Right okay. And on
0: uh, Facebook is Marisa Maggio Harrelson. Um, and then I'd love to share a little bit about, you know, um, you can learn more about nutrigenomics on my website as well, okay, which is really my passion and purpose as well is to help people activate their body systems to reduce oxidative stress, the root cause of aging and disease. Um, We have some, uh, uh, the company I'm partnered with, LifeVantage is beautiful. We have products that activate your own production of collagen that activate your cells to feel better, do more, have more vitality, less inflammation, um, and just uh, more mitochondria, all of it, you know, to be well, We have to fix the cell to age. Well, we have to keep ourselves happy and healthy. And that's why I do this so that we can also be the entrepreneurs that we want to be in our life and create the life that we want. And it's just so beautiful. So it it, it feels like um, I love that I can say I am living in the flow. I wasn't that way many years ago, Mm -hmm. but um, the reason for those experiences in my life has led me to this moment to be able to now help lead people through health and wellness and wealth Um, for people that are um, interested in opportunities that, you know, um, I love leading women to step into their power and to grow personally um, and to really um, change the way that maybe they needed to uh, their thoughts because thoughts become things. And so it's just joyful to be with you, Kate. Um, Thank you you so so much for
1: having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And um, I'll look forward to staying in touch with you. And please, please, everybody who's listening, feel free to reach out to Marisa by going to her website, which is inspiremychange.com. And thank you again. Thank you. Happy to be here. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in. Your journey to online visibility and personal branding success is just beginning. If you're ready to take it to the next level, I have something really special for you. I'm offering a complimentary discovery call exclusively to our listeners. This personalized session is your chance to ask questions and gain insights on your personal branding efforts or even your LinkedIn marketing strategies. I've also prepared a free ebook titled Telling Your Story, Tips to Discover What Sets You Apart. It's packed with tips and tricks to help you identify your own compelling slice of life story. This resource will empower you to craft a narrative, that captivates your audience and sets you apart from the competition. To schedule your free discovery call or to access the Telling Your Story ebook, simply click the links in the podcast description below.